choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony. I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class so we can get into some gangster shit. What up, what up, what up? It's Kells, I'm back. KMGZ on Twitter. I feel like everybody know, but if you don't, it's KMGZ on Twitter. What up? This is Thanks for Asking, back for another week. This is episode 142. What's up? Snow day, so I worked from home today, so... Um, I was calling this snow a flop. I'm still kind of calling it a flop because... I, I'm looking out. I mean, I see it snowing, but it's like not sticking. I don't, I don't know. Anyway, I'm salty because I I have a um my work. I might have told y'all this before. My work laptop is like the new Mac with them space ports, and I bought the adapter for um one thing, but I don't have the adapter for the power cord. So the joint after working all day today, well, no, the joint died like around four. So, regardless of what happens tomorrow, I'm going to have to go get that charger cord. And, I don't know, I'm thinking if I go get that charger cord, I might as well just go to work. We'll see what happens. I I don't know if it's going, it don't look like no snow to me, though. I mean, it's snowing, but I don't know about no foot. It will have to snow for the rest of tonight and really stick. Because right now, it looks like maybe two, three inches. Alright, anyway, let's get started. So, yours in negritude. Um... Is going out to the Philadelphia Eagles for acquiring Michael Bennett today to improve our defense. The reigning champion, number one offense and the number one defense has now upgraded its defense. And oh, what is? Shh, wait, hold on. Y'all hear that? What is that? Hold on. Hold on. Shh. Do y'all hear that? I don't. I don't know if y'all can hear that, but I, I think it's a balance shift. Yeah, sound like a balance shift in the NFC East. Sound like the reigning champs is going to be the shit for a minute and the rest of y'all going to be trash. That's what it sound like to me. What was it? Just two short seasons ago, Dak and the Cowboys and the Cowboys going to reign again. And the Redskins, y'all, I'll, I really, I'll, y'all every year, y'all going to Super Bowl. It's almost, it ain't even, it ain't even fun dragging y'all. Like, y'all really like, I mean, Cowboys fans are, like, ridiculous, but, and they unrealistic, too, but, like, they not, like, I, well, I don't know, they are kind of also delusional, but not the Redskins fans, y'all delusional in a different way, like, y'all like Raiders fans, like, if anybody familiar with Raiders fans, how they talk about them championships from the 80s, like, it was just, that's, Redskins fans are like that, except they worse, because they argue, like, they swear they, like, got Super Bowl expertise, and they start all in, like, Nick, y'all terrible, so, um, yeah, shout out to the Eagles, I told y'all before, we set up for a run, I think we gonna get more, I don't know how many more, but we just did a hell of an addition, and, um, we was already the best team in the league, so, and now we getting better, so, um, good luck with us, um, yeah, so, that was yours in negritude, so let's move on to... Um, current events. So the first one is real quick. Shout out to Rihanna. I read that she's doing a lingerie line, and um, you know, the girl just turned thirty, and I and I don't even think she's peaked yet. I think she's still climbing. So you know, we everything she touches gold. All the companies want her because they know everything she touches gold. She makes everything fly. She makes everything hot. Um, she don't do no trash. She don't allow herself to be associated with anything from trash, she only does quality, I told y'all Ellie Reed said she has the best taste um, and eye of any artist he's ever dealt with, and he's dealt with a lot of artists so that's saying a lot um, yeah, so shout out to her um, other thing real quick, let's shout out the Oscars, so I watched them, um, this is actually the first year, I can't, I like I don't, I, I don't really have any comments because this is the first year where I have not seen most of the movies. Like, most time I maybe not have seen them all, but I've seen a good portion to be able to say who should win, who shouldn't win. Only one I saw, I think, yeah, was Get Out. And listen, I said on here before, I enjoyed Get Out. It was a successful Oscar movie. I don't know about all that. I thought that was a little bit much, but I'm not surprised because 
that's the kind of movie about race that white people think is just magnificent. I, I, you know, I, I didn't think it was a great, I thought it was a nice tense thriller. It was suspenseful. I don't know about no Oscar nominations. I didn't think it was nothing too deep, groundbreaking and shattering. Um, Junique said they should, shout out, said that they should call it Let Go. I agree. I just, I don't know. I just don't think that movie, that, that movie is just not anything that would ever happen to just a regular black person. Like, you gotta be a black dude, like, really pressed to be with your white girlfriend and make a good show of her family and ignore all signs to get in that situation. It's just like, not, not me. <laughs> I mean, and not most of us. So I'm, and I just like, I don't know. I dare every year there's like goofy movies that get nominated for Oscars, like my cousin Vinny. But I mean, I think my cousin Vinny had good performances, but like every now and then there's a movie and you like, that's an Oscar movie for real. And for me, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm glad I'm rooting for everybody, you know, black that's rooting for me. And I'm glad he was nominated again. It was very successful, but I just don't know about no Oscar, but he won for screenplay, which I guess was okay. Cause I mean, it was a unique story. It was new. It was not a remake. It's what we've been crying for original material. And so yeah, get, I don't have no problem with him writing a screen screenwriter, but I just best picture. I was like, really? Huh? So, um, yeah. Shout, um, Oh, so I didn't see, um, Frances McDermott's movie, but I've been a fan of her for a long time, and she's been acting her face off for a long time, she's a really good actress, character actress, lead actress, like, I like her a lot, and so I'm glad that she won again, I'll, I'm gonna watch the movie, but I mean, she won for Fargo, which was well-deserved, but I mean, she's, I've, she's been acting a long time, and she's been good a long time, and so I'm glad she's finally getting, you know, her trophies, I was glad to see her win, because I think she's a really good actress, um, I didn't see Artanya yet, I tried to go two times, and it got foiled, so I'm like, alright, it must just be meant for me to see on, you know, cable or whatever, but everyone who did see it said the movie was excellent, and every person who saw it, every write-up, every critique I have read has said that Allison Janney, that was her Oscar, so, you know, everybody else was nice, thanks for showing up, thanks for coming, God bless you, good night, but Allison Janney gonna get that Oscar, and she surely did, and so, you know, I, I can't wait to see that either, and I heard, I heard Margot Robbie was really good too, I heard that they was, it was just really good, um, so I have to definitely want to see I, Tanya, but, um, the color, the, what is it, the color of water, the one that came and snatched all the movies, I thought they were saying Benicio Del Toro this whole time, and when that, fa- I was like, who is this fat dude, it's Guillermo Del Toro, I mean, because Benicio Del Toro makes good movies, I don't know if you know, he makes really good, like, um, horror movies, and, like, I loved, um, what was it, Sicario, like, I think he's good, so it wasn't, like, crazy that I thought it was him, um, but I'm not watching that movie, um, i just not interested, uh, I, I mean, you know, it just be one of the ones I just won't see, I'm just not interested in Love Story with a Fish Man, sorry, I'm sure it was lovely, though, um, what else? Um, okay, so then, because I had this as another topic, but I guess it runs into the same one, so I guess people have a, all of a sudden now they got a problem with Tiffany Haddish, look man, when Tiffany first came out, or when I first become aware of her, not when she first came out, I was a little hesitant on, on her, because not, not that I didn't like her, but it's that thing Dave was talking about, why he walked away from the, from the money, because black, white people, you know, I told, besides just trying to gaslight us all the time when it's not rich, there's certain, there's certain things that we just know, we know, those of us who are woke and aware, we know when white people are, are, are not really, they're laughing at us as a, as a joke, they're laughing at us, they not really understand, and they think we're all this little funny black person, and they, and I can't explain it, none of us has ever been able to explain it, even Dave wasn't ever able to explain it to Oprah, but we all know what we mean, there's just this feeling when you know that this white person is not laughing with you, they are laughing at you, and they are, they're not understand. they just, you know, they're just laughing at a black person, right, and it's got these little racial under, like you're a fool, or you're a dummy, or whatever, you don't, you know, you don't get that they're making fun of you type deal, right, and so I was worried about that for Tiffany, because I was like, a lot of her to her demeanor, the way she carries herself, you know, white people encounter, you know how white people are, they call, they soon, they want to call everything ghetto, they want to call everything, and they just don't, you know how they are, and so I was like, worried 
for her. So I didn't really know how to take her because I was like, yo, this girl is great, this girl is funny, but I'm not sure if these white people really are getting it, right? Or if they're just laughing at, like, you know, oh, this little dumb hood, black, quote, fingers hood, ghetto black girl, oh, so funny, like they do, right? So apparently now people have, you know, are worried about, because I guess Tiffany on the Oscars and nay nay, and, and, you know, we got some black people worried about, you know, how white people are perceiving her, and y'all need to get over that, because, um, who cares? Like, I always say, they're not the arbiters. I don't know, I don't know how white people ever convinced y'all that they were superior, or they were better than you, because nothing they do is great, or superior, or better than us, nothing. Um, but some of you are just convinced that they are the be-all, end-all, and you need their approval, and you need, everything needs to be run by them, and if they don't prove it's something wrong, and you gotta worry about how you appear in front of them. Listen, the, I got over Tiffany because I started, when she would, she would, you know, I would read things that she said, and I would, she would be awarded, and I would listen to her speeches, that she, you know, her acceptance speeches, and I said, and I got, I was like, okay, this girl gets it. This girl understands that there, you know, some people are going to take her away, but that's on them. I'm not going to change. This is how I got here. I, her, if you know her background, her story is very, very tragic. Like I know a lot of people try to laugh through pain, but I really think she, I don't know, maybe she's had it, but I, I really think she should probably get some therapy because I mean, her story is very, very tragic and you know, comedy can be a great therapist, but I, I, you know, she might could need to talk. I mean, the things that she's been through, she grew up in foster care for a reason, just Google her background, um, you know, the things that she, she's been through, it, it would disturb anybody, so, you know, I just, I just hope that she's getting that help on the back end, because if you don't, at some point, it can, you can crash, you know, you can be strong, and you can fly high, but, you know, some things are very hard to carry, and sometimes if you don't, you know, let them out in some kind of way, in health, in healthy ways, then they can bring you down and, you know, and, and, and crash you. So, but I, I start listening to her acceptance speeches and I, and then that's when I realized, okay, she gets it. This, this, the, the Tiffany Haddish that she does, that's an act. She's performing. That's, you know, that's how she, that's how she getting these deals and these, that's how she got where she is being funny. That's her act, but that's not who she is. She's very grounded and she understands her position and she understands that the way people are relating to her, like, um, the one speech I watched and I watched the whole thing, she got awarded by the, um, I think it's the Hollywood, uh, what is it? Uh, one of those like awards that is, let me see. Finney Haddish, I should have had this up. Uh, Tiffany Haddish award. It's going to take me forever. Sorry. Haddish Award. Uh, let's see. It was... No. Uh, I knew it. If I wasn't on here, that shit would jump right up. There it is. It was the Film, Film, Film Critics Circle Awards. And she talked for like 20 minutes, and by the, and when she was done, she got a standing ovation by a room of mostly white folks, but she wasn't talking, it, her, her, her speech wasn't geared toward making them comfortable, it wasn't geared toward, you know how some people are like, oh, you know, you don't know black people, let me explain our culture, it wasn't that, she just went up there and she was herself, and she was like, you either get it or you don't get it, but one thing she said that during that speech, and y'all could Google and watch, it's a great speech, the thing that I liked that really pulled me when she said, she was like, look, I'm a real person, I'm a genuine person, I'm not gonna tone it down, I'm not gonna do anything, I'm, 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 I'm gonna approach you like I am, and if, but if you come up to me like you scared, she was like, cause in Hollywood, a lot of y'all white people, y'all, you know, y'all act scared, or y'all don't know how to be, like I'm some kind, you know, she didn't say this, but she was like, some, like I'm some kind of alien, you know how they are, I guess y'all call them microaggressions, that's what she's trying to say, and she was like, if you come up to me like that, I'm gonna I'm get you, I'm gonna I'm I'm terrorize you, cause you acting scared, don't act scared with me, be genuine with me, and I'll be genuine with you, and that's when I was like, okay, this girl gets it, she's grounded, she's genuine, and you know, I just think the problem is, and I, I've said it again, 
I think it's, you know, real recognized real and, and, and it look unfamiliar to others. And a lot of you motherfuckers are not real. Y'all wear y'all t-shirts and y'all have your little slogans and y'all little black girl magic and y'all, y'all afros and y'all put y'all fists in the air, but y'all just posing. Y'all just seeing what y'all see in pictures, but y'all, and y'all not real, you know, y'all grew up in the suburbs or whatever, and y'all, you know, everything you do is about white people, that's why I can't stand it, ooh, the white people gonna be so mad, are they? The white people don't give a fuck about you, because they still got money, and land, and, and generational wealth, and you still poor and broke, and living check to check, so they really not mad, right? You, you want them to be mad, because everything you do revolves around them, but, um, you know, people who, people who don't center them, center white people and who don't, never were ingrained in that, you know, oh, they're better and you got, oh, don't let the white folks see you eat watermelon. Now listen, I, <laughs> I'll eat fried, I don't, everybody likes fried chicken, everybody really likes watermelon, but I will admit, like, I don't eat, I will, ne- you will never catch me eating watermelon, like, off the rind around white people. That's my own thing, I'm sorry, it's just one thing I won't do. I'll eat, I'll eat the chunks, I'll eat it in the fruit salad, but you won't never catch me with a slice, like you, like when we had to cook out with ourselves, and you eat that shit straight off the rind, you won't never catch me doing that around white people, I, look, that's my one thing, I admit it, but other than that, you know, I don't spend my time worried about them, what they gonna think, because I know that, you know, first of all, I know they ain't shit either, and they, and they ain't the most class, a lot of them ain't got no manners or, or class either, you know, they just think that because they white that that means that they're better, but they not. So I know, I know that I was raised right, and I know I know how to behave, and I know how to conduct myself. And if and if I'm conducting, put it, I tell you like this: if I'm around you and I'm conducting myself in a way, or I'm not giving you respect, or I'm not giving you deference, it's a reason for that. I'm doing that on purpose. I'm letting you know that I don't give a fuck about you, and I don't give a fuck about disrespecting you because you've done something, or I just don't like the cut of your jib or whatever. Something about you. I have decided don't warrant me acting right around you, so know that, but other than that I know how to act and be around people okay, and so do a lot of the rest of us, we just, you know some, don't let the ones of us that are so worried and confused and and set on what y'all think and and what y'all gonna feel and upsetting y'all and ooh, let's let's be the blackest people in here and let's be electric slide in the restaurant to make these white people uncomfortable like, if you wanna get up an electric slide that's one thing, but if you doing it just to shake white people up, you a fucking fool, who cares they looking at you like you crazy, I'm looking at you like you crazy too, cause this ain't the time to play, sit the fuck down, nobody wanna see all that shit um so Fuck y'all. Tiffany is dope. I like her. Um, her stand-up is not my favorite, but I like her in the movies. I like her in roles. I want to see her in more, excuse me, in more things. Um, but, like I told y'all last week, there's a lot of stand-ups I don't like, so Tiffany's is not the only one. I just, I don't know, like, Marlon Wayans was on The Breakfast Club yesterday, and we, he was talking about, you know, all the reboots of the sitcoms and people having 90s nostalgia, and I was like, I don't really think it's a nostalgia, I just think the 90s was the last great decade, I think we, my generation, Gen X, who was, you know, teens and 20s, early, you know, in the 90s I was, uh, teens and 20s, yes, um, you know, I just think we was fly, I just think our generation, Generation X, we just came through, we wasn't like no other generation, they couldn't define us, that's why we called Generation X, everybody else called Millennials, or this, or the Baby Boomers, the Greatest, and we was called X, because they couldn't define us, because we, it was, we just did whatever, and we made our own shit, so it was nothing to plug on us, and I just think we was fly, we just came up, and we just came up in a, that, that deck, that cohort that we came up in, that decade that we was, born in the 70s, we was kids in the 80s, we experienced Michael Jackson, Madonna, Whitney, all these people, all these great entertainers that came along, we saw them in our prime, and they like, they just like, influenced us for the rest of our lives, and then hip-hop came along, which we created, uh, or, you know, we made hot, we made a culture, and you know, all the, fa- just all the shit we did, I just think we were dope, I think we were fly, I think, I think we created this thing, this culture thing, and it's not been as good since, since it's just not, like the 2000s came and shit just got real corny, and so I don't necessarily think it's nostalgia, I think that this week, it was just a quality, it was just a quality, it was a, it was, because I mean, nobody says, oh, let's bring back shit from the 80s, or nobody says, oh, let's bring back shit from the 70s, you know what I mean, like, 
we watched it and then we saw it on reruns, but nobody wanted to reboot it because not and not that they listen, the eighties had great um different strokes, silver spoons, the eighties had great stuff. But nobody in the nineties was like, Oh, let's reboot that because we was creating our own fly shit. We was making our own shit. We was making the culture, and being the culture, and I just think it was a quality, look at how many moguls came out, Puff Daddy, Jay-Z, I mean just, um, Quentin Tarantino, not even just hip-hop, Quentin Tarantino, all the rock groups, remember, um, Coldplay, and, I don't want to talk about Coldplay, fucking, um, Pearl Jam, damn, somebody should slap me, Coldplay, Pearl Jam, um, Nirvana, um, Nine Inch Nails, like the whole, the whole era in any, any, facet of the art you want to name movie, film, TV we, we, it was just it was just elite, it was just top notch, it was just perfection and it ain't been nothing like that since, it's, it's not, so I just don't, I don't think it's nostalgia so much as the shit that that's out now is, is, is whack you know why? Because all when we was doing it, we were doing it, it was us, it was the culture, it was the black people, it was the Latino people, it was the people that made it, it was us but, you know, Chad and Seth and them who was fans, who was on the outside with their hats to the side and trying to be cool and being fans, they don't, they, they in charge now, and they whack cause y'all wasn't never in it, y'all was always spectators, y'all was always looking and now y'all in there, and y'all think y'all know what's hot, and y'all don't, and y'all pushed out all the, all the great execs and, and and um, you know, marketing people, just all the people who came up in on in that time that made the culture what it is, y'all pushed them out, and now shit is whack. So, you know, I don't think it's I, I don't think it's nostalgia. Um, even these like again these Netflix specials, bringing it back to what I, what I started talking about with Tiffany and them, the Netflix specials, like I just don't think, I think they're just not that funny because I don't I don't. It's just not a buzz there anymore. It's just not that 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 need to be yo. I gotta outdo this nigga because this nigga's fantastic. I gotta out. It's just not there. Like you could just put some shit out, and people will watch it, and people will call you a genius again. I know y'all love Dave Chappelle, but I, I remember when Dave Chappelle was the the, the um dude in the, in in Spaceballs. He was not, and people, you know, oh, you rewrite history. No, I'm not. I know who Dave Chappelle was. I'm familiar with Dave Chappelle. But if y'all are saying that in the 80s and 90s, people were talking about Dave Chappelle, like they were talking about Eddie Murphy, and they were talking about Martin Lawrence, and they were talking about, um, uh, what's the name? Um, um, uh, Bernie Mac, and, and all of that. They weren't. He was not on that level. Yeah, he was out there. He was on TV. He had shows. But Dave didn't really get to that level till the Chappelle show. And I remember because when the Chappelle show first came out, I didn't even watch it because I was like, ah, that nigga ain't that funny. But then I started watching, I was like, oh, okay. I actually like him in this show setting more than his stand-up. I was never crazy about his stand-up. He was funny, but you know, all this Dave's a genius. Okay, I'm not gonna argue with you. Sure, sure. I, You know, I he's not... I don't put him on the level of a... Um, he sells out, and people like him, but... Dave ain't on an Eddie Murphy level to me. I remember I was too young to see Eddie Murphy raw and all that. I ain't give a fuck. We snuck in the theater regardless. We did what we had to. I mean, they ain't really IDU for movies, but sometimes they did. And my, you know, my dad ain't want me to see that shit, but I ain't give a fuck. I'm like, yo, I'm going to see raw. I'm going to see, um, delirious. I'm going to see that shit. And we snuck in and we watched it. And that shit was yo head back, LOL laughing. I ain't never laughed like that over Dave. Sorry, he's a clever comic, I, and and I like him. But you know, I just I don't think it's just not hot like it was. That's all. Um, and so, you know, Tiffany has has a spark that that I don't see. I mean, Rihanna's another one. I feel like I feel like Rihanna is is so far above. And I know. Look, I'm not trying to argue with no stand bases, but. I mean, I don't really think you can argue. I think facts are facts. I mean, there's everybody like who they like, and everybody got their favor. But when you look at effect, when you look at influence, when you look at numbers, all the pop girls, all the R and B girls, all the everybody is is following Rihanna. Everybody got on Rihanna's looks now that she gave us last spring when she was out with the ponytail and the shirt dresses and the short. When she was on um when her and Drake was was promo on work. When was that? Two summers ago? Now everybody got that on now. She is the trendsetter. She sets the pace. She is up here. Everybody else is following. And ain't too many other artists out like that. Yeah, they got favorites, and you, you know, yeah, they might do one or two things better, but they ain't, man, this girl is, is, 
is everything she touches turn to gold. She never puts out no whack shit. She never does nothing whack. Like it just ain't a lot of that. But if now imagine imagine that in and when we was in the eighties and nineties, everybody was like that. Madonna will come out, hit you over the head. Whitney will come out, hit you over the head. Mike will come out, hit you over the head. Here come Madonna back, hit you again. Here come Prince, hitting everybody over their head. Mike, oh shit, okay, I gotta hit this nigga that snatched the crown. I gotta come back. Everything, everybody was excellent. It just, it ain't been like that since. And I know a lot of y'all like Britney, and I ain't got nothing against Britney. But when Britney came out, I was like, that's leftovers Madonna, because that's what it was. And I mean, Madonna, Madonna embraced Britney. Madonna saw it, but like, y'all, the generation right behind y'all, y'all idols are not our idols. Y'all idols are like the people who looked up to our idols. So, you know, y'all Ariana Grande, yeah, she cool, but she ain't Mariah Carey. We came up on Mariah Carey, so you can't give me Ariana Grande. I came up on steak. You can't give me a burger. You know what I mean? It's a good burger, sure. It's nice, but, it, you know, I came up on steak. So, you know, I don't, I mean, I just don't know no other way to put it. Like, I, we was fly, and I, and I don't think there's been, I don't think there's been anything dope like that since. I think it, it turned 2000, and, and shit got real whack real quick. And now we got these whisper singers and these, I mean, everybody not trash. I like a lot of rappers, but, it, I mean, even the ones that I like, though, you can't you know, compare them to, 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 to our best, in, I mean, Naima, shout out to Naima, she did a, a, a music sermon thread on, like, just, she did a music sermon thread, sermon thread on just, like, underground rap. Just one genre that was, that was hot in the 90s, like, Dos Effects and Onyx and all them niggas, just underground rap. And that shit was all classics. That shit was like, oh, that was my shit, oh, that was my shit. Like, you can't do that nowadays, you can't, it's, First of all, everybody sound like trap. Everything's the same thing. And don't get me wrong, I like that shit. But like, these songs is throwaway. They come out two weeks, you don't remember. You come out two weeks, you don't remember. This ain't nobody gonna be listening to none of this shit 10, 15 years from now. But you put on Onyx in the club, niggas is going up. You put on Diddy in the club, niggas is going up. You put on anything from the 90s in the club, niggas is going up. Ain't nobody gonna be listening to this shit 20 years from now. So, yeah. So, you know, that's it's, that's why people want these re- reboots. Because it was good, and if y'all not gonna be doing nothing original, you know, might as well do something that was flying. Now, I will say, though, there's good reboots and there's bad reboots. Like, you know, a different world means a lot to a lot of people. Because a different world is the reason why a lot, especially black people, it's the reason why a lot of us went to college. It's the reason why a lot of us chose HBCUs. I was not one of them, but it was a reason why a lot of people did. They, um, I don't know the stats offhand, but I know there are stats on like the surge in um, enrollment at HBCUs that can be directly tied to a different world. Um, and so, if you're gonna do that reboot, then you gotta do it right don't make it cheesy, don't make it corny, um, I don't, you know, I don't know how you can tie it into the, I mean, I can, because it's a college, all you gotta do, okay, these are, you know, you could, if you want to, make them, you know, the kids coming back, but, you know, as far as, like, I don't know if Whitley and Dwayne and them need to be in it, per se, but, you know, if you're gonna tie it in, I mean, I don't know, though, Hillman, is a school, so niggas roll through schools and graduate and go on, I mean, you could start fresh with just like, hey, we at Hillman, you know, we know what happened before, but this is at Hillman now, I mean, you could do it, you could really revamp Different World without tying it into anybody, you really could, and maybe, and maybe that's how you make it original, I don't know, but I'm just saying, don't fuck it up, if you gonna reboot shit, don't fuck it up, um, Martin, I, I, I don't, I'm not, I got a feel, I don't know, but I got a feeling that the Martin reboot won't be too great, um, just because, I just don't, I mean, what is it gonna be, it's gonna be his kids, I don't know, who wants to see that, didn't he have another show, like, that girl, or something? I mean, I just feel like Martin, I love Martin, but, like, I don't really see him, I don't wanna see him doing Martin again, you know what I mean, like, so, I, I'm not, Gina and Pam coming back, I, I just don't know what it could be, but, I, you know, I'll see, but, again, uh, different world, don't fuck it up. What else? What else are they talking about rebooting? I don't know. It's a bunch of shit from the nineties you can reboot. Just please do it right. But you know, I, I just think I don't think it's I don't think it's necessarily because I, I think it's because it was fly and it was like yo that shit was good and nothing and none of this new shit is really hitting like that. And I mean, we'll see.
But yeah, shout out to the '90s. Shout out to my generation. Y'all like to talk a lot of shit about Gen X, but we gave y'all the culture. All this fly shit that y'all love, all this retro shit everybody wearing. Everybody got the Pumas and all. We did that shit. We made that shit fly. Wasn't nobody wearing that before us. We made that shit hot. We started wearing sweatsuits and Adidas. You know, Run DMC. We start wearing you know, all that, all the little shit that's coming back now. We did that shit. So you're welcome. Um, moving on. Okay, I, I, I killed two um two birds with one stone there. Um, so I just wanted to mark remark on this. So I have not seen Annihilation yet. So lately, I've been trying to go to movies and just been getting. I don't know, getting waylaid. So I went Sunday to try to see Annihilation because my girl Gina Rodriguez, who I love, is in it, and Tessa uh, Thompson is in it, who I also love. But I heard the movie was really good. But they ended up playing lesbian, so I was going to go see it anyway. But I heard, actually, the movie's really good called Annihilation. So I was going to go see it on Sunday. I looked up the movie time, and I swear to God, I went to Lincoln Center. I swear to God, the movie time said 5.30. I looked, because they had the IMAX and they had the 3D. I was like, all right, I don't need the, all the IMAX, all the 3D for this. I just want to see the fucking movie. I'm going to just go get it regular, right? I swear to God, it said 5.30. So I got my ass, walked to the 2, got off 72nd, walked down to Lincoln Center. Um, it's not that far. So I went to Fordham Law School. is right there in Lincoln Center. So that's my area. I like that theater. Um, that's used to be my little, you know, stomping ground. So that's where I go. Go down there. Go in there, and I to get the ticket. Well, I had the ticket, but I have the um. I get the joints discounted through my job with the paper, but you got to give them the paper. Like you can't do it online. So I go, and it ain't no five thirty movie. And I'm like, what the fuck? I went all the way downtown, so I didn't get to see it. Is long story short. But anyway, um, it's been little rumors bubbling up since for for about a few months now about Janelle Monet and Tessa Thompson. Now, I didn't, I don't really know too much about Janelle. I gotta admit, I don't like Janelle Monet's music. You can keep it. That new joint she came out with where she was rapping, though, that recently, that joint was hot. That joint was hot. That's probably the first song of hers I like. I'm just not a fan of her movie. I think she's an outstanding actress, and I think she should stick with that because she's really good at it, really good at it. And I think she should stick with that. Um, the music, I don't want it. Um, but I've been you know, people say that she's a bi or a lesbian, I don't really know, I didn't really pay attention, and I don't, I just don't really pay attention, unless I, unless it's somebody that I like, or I notice, I just don't really pay attention, so I was like, I was not denying it, in other, cause y'all, y'all tend to put lesbian on people for dumb shit, you see somebody wearing suits all the time, oh, she's gay, she could be gay, but it ain't cause she wear a suit, like straights, y'all be, y'all be, um, not the brightest, and y'all don't really know anything, and so when y'all, they just kept saying it, I was like, oh, I don't know, I didn't care, I was like, but I I don't see nothing to say to girls day, but anyway, rumors been bubbling up about Janelle Monae and Tessa Thompson dating, again, I didn't pay no attention, because I don't know nothing about Tessa Thompson, nothing, I ain't know her from a hole in the wall, I I didn't know anything about you, and I never seen, never heard anything, didn't really care, but I kept seeing a rumor come up, rumor come up, the rumor come up, so now, um, I kind of think it's true, cause not just cause Janelle put out a, a, a video with her in it, but since she did put out a video with her in it, like I'm pretty good with chemistry, and I told y'all I might not, I'll be knowing when niggas be, I'll be knowing gay shit when I see it. I might not have the gaydar and all of that, but I know gay shit when I see it. And I was like, oh, them niggas is in the video real happy to be there, like, I was like, okay, yes, there are a couple, I can tell from that fucking video, it's just, I can't explain it, it's just the, it's just the look that only dykes know, y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about, um, so I was like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, I think I might believe that now, and then, I saw them at the Essence Awards, and, um, I saw them on stage, um, Janelle was given Tessa, I forgot some award she won, some actress award, gave it to her, and I was like, oh, okay. And then the coup de gras is when she gave her the award and she when they was leaving the stage, and she took Janelle Monet took her hand and put a small of her back and escorted her off. Now look, if y'all know like I know, y'all could Google it. I can't really explain it, but if you Google it, I was like, Oh yeah. Day a couple. Cause that's a cut. You don't you escort somebody off the stage, you don't everybody know the small in the hand in the back move. Everybody know that move. You could put some. You could put your hand on somebody, upper back, you could, arm, whatever. It's a thousand ways to escort somebody off stage. That move she did. I'm like, oh yeah, they 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 together. So that that's when I knew for sure, and then I knew for extra sure 
because there's a clip going around on Twitter. Y'all can Google it. Tessa Thompson getting interviewed, and Janelle Monae just slide on through her interview like, hey, boo, and, you know, and just keeps it moving. But it's it's like a little small interaction, but it, it somebody tweeted, oh, my God, this is the gayest shit I've ever seen. It really was. I was like, all right, I'm convinced now, because first, I thought y'all niggas was just talking shit, because y'all, you know, again, y'all don't be knowing. Then when people do be you know, with the, oh, this is my best friend, y'all be totally missing it, like, yo, I ain't, you know, I'm not mentioning no names, but it's a lot of people who are obvious in plain sight who they fucking with, and y'all just don't understand, or y'all get distracted because maybe y'all see them with somebody else, and y'all don't understand, like, y'all don't even be getting it, but I be like, yo, they, they not even, they obvious, they don't even hide it, that shit is very obvious, and y'all just miss it all, but anyway, moving on, <coughs> shout out to them, because that's a cute couple, Mm. I still don't want your name on it, Janelle Monet music though. But maybe they, if they be in a movie together, though, that'd be dope. Because Janelle's a good actress, and so is Tessa. I like Tessa, and I'm gonna try to watch Westworld again. I, I tried, and I just wasn't gonna make it. But season two is coming around, and maybe I'll try again. I just I was like, ugh, it was just the worst thing. And I hate movies that take. I hate. This is the thing. I hate movies that take place in the future and it's all white people. It's no black people. It's no, it's all white people. Maybe you have a token white people. Listen, that's never going to happen. Whatever we was here in the beginning, we going to be here in the end. Whatever happens, if y'all think black people who done survived all the shit y'all done did to us up to this time, ain't going to survive to the future. You watch your mind. It's probably going to be all of us. Y'all the ones that ain't going to be able to survive. Cause y'all the ones that can't function outside of your comfort zone. We used to, we came over here on slave ships, we had to jump, swim, run, um, march, protest, get beat down, shot with fire holes, lynched, all that, all, every law in the world written against us, we got all that shit reversed and changed, and now here we are, you think we are not gonna make it to the future, you watch your mind, so I can't, I already don't like shit like that, cause I'm like, okay, this is already lacks imagination, this is already lazy, I can already tell they only got white dudes probably in a room, because it ain't no way in the world you in the future, I hate all, X Machina, all them joints, like, the future is not gonna be all white people, I hate to break it to y'all, y'all might not even make it, um, so, I ain't like Westworld, but I'm, 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 I'm gonna see it, I'm gonna try again and see if I can at least get to the end, I mean, shit, I, if I can get, I've been watching the, um, <laughs> this horrible season of The Walking Dead, it took me three days to get through this last episode, I'm just so tired, like, please, this Negan shit has gone on way too long, I'm tired, it's the same thing over and over and over again, I'm so tired of it, so boring, y'all the damn near ruined the show, I don't know if y'all gonna be able to come back from this, please, just please, Carl dead, I ain't even care, that's how bored I am, like, oh my god, just whoever gotta die, die, get it over with, um, but if I can, you know, if I can get through this, if I can still be watching Walking Dead, I guess I can get through all of, uh, all of Westworld, so, what I really came here to discuss is, um, oh, I missed, uh, my 600, oh, actually, it comes on tonight, I was gonna say, I missed my 600 pound life after the dude died, but it comes on tonight, so I don't have no comments on that, but what I do have a comment on is, so the premiere, I'm sorry, y'all, I'm still, I don't have that cold no more, but I still got, like, clearing out a lot of stuff, um, and then this weather don't help, where it's 85 degrees one day and negative 25 the next, um, Ayanna Fixed My Life premiered this week, and this week was, so if you if you haven't heard of it, you should Google, but a couple years ago, I want to say maybe three, four years ago, there was a story about this uh, lady who snatched the baby out of the um, hospital as a baby and stole her and raised her as her own, and they found out, I forgot how they found out, uh, I think because the girl tried to get a job and she couldn't have a, a birth certificate or whatever, but anyway, they found out that the girl had got snatched and it was this baby that they had been looking for for like years, like there was flyers and everything, they always been looking for her, so they figured it out, and so the, the girl's mom, like the the one who raised her had to go to jail, whatever, and she got put back with the regular, with the birth family, and that's who was on Ayala, so it started out, now I've said before, you know, Ayala don't fix nobody, number one, she's not a licensed therapist, psychologist, none of that, she's just doing, you know, 
hood nigga, you know, t- that motivational sister girl speaking, you know, shit that a lot of people go up for. I mean, look, if it helps you, God bless, but that shit ain't therapy and that shit ain't, you know, no kind of professional shit. I'm sure she might have took some online classes or something like that, but that shit is for, it's for basic problems. It's for, it's for you just doing dumb shit and somebody need to tell you you're doing dumb shit, but it's not for nobody to have real issues or real problems. You know what I mean? Like he was abused, sexual abuse, this girl that got kidnapped and raised one way and then find out overnight that that's not her mom and now her mom is in jail. You know, no real traumatic shit like that, but Ayala tries it, and last night, and last week she tried it, and it, it flopped immediately, because, again, Ayala's not a therapist, and what she does is very, um, folksy, and predictable, and her approach to problems is the same, no matter what the problem is, and this wasn't one of them ones she could tackle, because the girl, I mean, listen, the girl was 19 years old, so she has gone all of her life thinking this woman is her mother, she found out a year or two ago that she's not, and this is other people, and her mom is in jail, so she's basically cut off from the only mother she knows, and they done sent her, well she's 19, so she's in school now, but then they gave her back to this other family, and I knew immediately, as soon as she started talking, I knew immediately that it was not going to go well, because the girl definitely needs therapy and needs some fixing, but I don't think I mean, she had some other issues. I mean, of course, she has a lot of rage pent up, which you can imagine. I mean, finding out that not only was you kidding, your whole life is a lie, basically, and not only was your whole life is a lie, and you gotta fucking deal with these other people now, right? So I understood the girl being raged for. A lot of people's like, oh, she don't got no respect. I mean, that's dumb. Sorry. Like, look at, the girl, her whole life is a lie. Her mom is in jail. She found out all this shit. She's of course she's rageful, anybody would be, like, it ain't about just, oh, be respect, fuck you, like, who the fuck are you, I, my mom is fucking, my life is in shambles, I don't, it just, that's just ridiculous, I don't even know how to respond, it's just dumb, like, it's nothing, that's just dumb, the girl's mad for obvious reasons, she has rage for obvious reasons, it has nothing to do with you wanting somebody to be respectful, like, it's just ridiculous, um, but, I knew that it was going to be a disaster because first of all, the girl showed up, her birth mother was supposed to be there. It wasn't really the girl, it was Ayala fixed my life, but the girl, and I didn't think she was wrong about this, basically her birth family wants her to just forget about this woman and, and just be their daughter, and it's like, look, I understand that you are relieved and, you know, upset that your daughter got snatched from you, relieved she's back, but the reality is that's not your daughter, like you had her, but she don't know you, the woman that raised her that she knows as mom is this other lady, so y'all might as well be strangers to her, and she, and so that's when she told Ayala that that's what she was there for, she, I mean, she, Ayala had to pull it out of her, but I mean, I think it was obvious, she was like, so, your birth family wants you to cut your mother, your, your mother, quote fingers off, and be mad at her, and just cut her off, and she was like, yeah, and I, and you need them to be, to understand that you're not gonna do that, that you need to still be connected, cause that's your mother, that's the woman that raised you, you don't, you birth mom but I, it just be like an adopted kid, like she got kidnapped of course, but it'd be the same thing, it'd be like if you was adopted and all you know is these people and that's your family and that's your mom and you don't know no different, and then I don't know they they put your birth, your adopted mom in jail, now here come your birth mom talking about no, you can't you can't be that anymore, and I'm your mom, they wouldn't even call her by her name, her name was, they named her Kamaya, the girl's name was Alexis, they refused to call her by Alexis, that alone would annoy the shit out of me, you are refusing to call me the only, my name, the name that I answer to, trying to call me this other name that I ain't never heard or answered to in 19 years, that right there would annoy the shit out of me, so I know why this girl was mad, cause y'all playing, look, I'm sorry, I know it must have been hurt, I got kidnapped and all that, and I got, but I got kidnapped, I don't know y'all, but my name is Alexis, I'm not answering to this other name, like, I'm not changing my name to Ninth Inning, what are you doing, like, like, you're being, like, you're gonna have to understand that shit is not, you can't just pick off from me being an infant, like, what, what is wrong, so, it was her birth family, I could tell, the mom didn't even show up, so that was a bad sign, number one, cause you, that, I feel like Ayala need to talk to the birth mom, the dad was there, but he was like, yeah, you know, I'm trying to cut that relationship off, and then I was like, you can't cut the relationship off, you can't do, this girl is nice, it's not like she's a kid, ain't like she's five, six, and was aware 
Cause it, it was another case like that. They made a movie about it. Like I know my name is Steven and like Heidi, uh, what's the one? Um, Elizabeth smart. It's other kids that have been kidnapped, but they are aware that they have another family and that this is not the right situation. This girl was kidnapped as, as a one day old. Like she has no idea. And she, you know, you can't just come in and just cut shit off. And, she, and, and that's what he told her. He was like, look, you can't do that. Like, you're gonna have to, whatever new relationship y'all gonna build, it's gonna have to be new like y'all just met each other, you can't expect this girl to cut her mom off, and they just wasn't getting it, they just wasn't getting it and the girl was not the best communicator, but again, I can she's she's had no, th- basically they just snatched her out, it's been I think a year or two she's been with these new people and, never, and nobody has, you know, she hasn't talked to anybody or anything, you know they just she just supposed to act like everything's okay. So I understood why that that girl was upset. I can imagine why she would be frustrated. I can imagine why I can uh, why she wouldn't talk about it because nobody's de- like first of all to deal with this kidnap thing is one thing, but nobody is dealing with the fact that like yo, I can't just drop my mom. Like I don't care what y'all say. Like I, I, this woman is not my mother. She my birth mother, but I don't know her. So I I felt her frustration, because I would have been, I was frustrated too, because everybody was trying to make it, they were just trying to act like that, well, not Ayala so much, but, I don't know, Ayala, again, Ayala was just trying to make it like, oh, we need to make her uncomfortable, she already uncomfortable, clearly, you know, so Ayala, um, when she found out she had to stay in the house, which, which I was like, do you watch the show, do you know how the show works, because she seemed shocked that she was going to have to stay in the house, she started flipping out, calling Ayala all kind of mans, and throwing water, I mean, she wasn't going to do shit, you know, niggas that make all that fucking noise and rah-rah, they ain't going to do shit, because niggas that's about it, they be about it, so they ended up getting kicked off the show, and Ayala, you know, it just, it just didn't work, but I was like, you wasn't equipped for that, like, that girl should never been there, that girl needs serious therapy, she needs serious counseling, so do her fat, her family, like, I felt like the family was the problem, because you, as a 42-year-old man, should, should be, have enough sense to know that you can't just start over with a 19-year-old, and you can't just set, like, y'all acting like she's an infant, she's not an infant, this girl don't live, she in school, she in school, she in college, and here y'all come with this, like, trying to call me Kamaya, my name is not Kamaya, my name is Alexis, like, get that right, I understand what y'all named me, but that's not what I answer to, um, ever, you know, in my life, I, I did have, like, a lot of questions, though, like, because I want, like, she said that she found out because she went to get a job, and they needed her birth certificate and her paperwork, but don't you need all that paperwork and shit to go to school, I don't have kids, but I know you need something, right, don't you need, uh, I think you need a social security number at least, and uh, something, a birth certificate, something, so I'm like, how'd she go to school, like, did, did, she, did she forge it, and I'm just like, this is the first time you've ever needed, I mean, I guess, when, when I was a kid, I didn't, I mean, like, yeah, I guess as a kid, you don't need a social security card, I mean, you know, unless you're gonna go have a job, I don't know, I just seem like, no, I guess not, because I didn't even, I had to apply to get my birth certificate when, um, mm-hmm, when I joined the military, because I didn't have it, because, you know, what I need a birth certificate for, I knew, I knew it was on record, <laughs> you know, I was born, and probably my parents had it somewhere, they probably got a copy, but, you know, I just needed to go get it, because I ain't never used it, so I guess, yeah, I mean, I guess it makes sense to be 18 or 19, and do you, do, what do you need for college, though, did I need to show a birth certificate, no, you need a social security number, that's it, when you apply, you put your social security number, that's it, so, I just wonder how she got that far, without having to have a social security number, but it's not, it's not, it's actually not that unusual, I guess, so, um, yeah, but the episode was just wild, because it was like, I don't know, like, I got it, but I, just watching the TL, going, watching people comment, like, people just, to me, I don't know, like, people just be, being, like, super basic, like, oh, she's out of control, like, yeah, of course, like, who wouldn't be out of control in her situation, you know what I mean, like, who wouldn't be rageful in her situation, I just, understood. she was flipping out, but I understood it, I understood why she was mad, I understood that she was like, yo, these niggas are tripping, cause she kept calling her birth dad her ride, not my dad, not my family, my ride, and I understood it, cause it's like, who are you, I don't know you, they say you my birth dad, cool, but, <clears throat> I'm sure that girl got a whole family, that she knows through the mother, and I'm sure her mother could have got her to calm down, nobody, she was like, yo, take me out of here, I said, she was talking all this mad shit to Ayala, she wasn't gonna do shit, Ayala was just standing there, whatever, but, 
I just thought it was an interesting episode because I just I just thought it was ridiculous that nobody thought that, you know, that anybody thought that that was a process that that girl was ready for. Like, that story just hit, like, I think two, three years ago. Um, so, you know, y'all think she's just supposed to get over 19 years and two years? Like, like y'all should have been talking to her family. Y'all should have been letting her family know, like, look, this is not how you handle this. Like, she tried to tell the dad, but the dad wouldn't let the dad, you could tell, like, I don't know, like, I just, you could tell that they were just like, oh, we got our baby back and trying to act like nothing had happened, because for them it hadn't, but for her, she had a whole life, so, you know, y'all just looking kind of crazy, like, you can't really, this just wasn't realistic, it was just a lot of dysfunction and dumb shit, and, you know, it just was frustrating, because, you know, that girl clearly needs help, and that girl needs somebody who's trained, and to deal with it, to get her to say, because she couldn't even barely she couldn't even barely communicate, like, she seemed a little, maybe, which, understandable, because I'm sure, because of the situation, there were some strange things that she probably grew up with, like, maybe her, you know, I'm, I'm, I can imagine, if you know you kidnapped somebody, you, you, your, your upbringing might not be as normal as somebody else, like, maybe things don't get talked about, feelings aren't expressed fully, because how can you, like, you're not my daughter, I really stole you, right, so I gotta lie a lot to you, and I gotta tell you a lot of fucking stories, so, you know, I'm not surprised that the girl wasn't maybe the most emotionally evolved, because how could you be coming up, and you, your whole life is a lie, so, you know, I didn't expect, I wasn't expecting for that girl to be processing things the way people thought she should have, because she's 19, and why she being disrespectful, why she talking like that, because being respectful and how she talking to somebody is the last fucking thing on her mind, who gives a fuck? right, like, if you can't, you know what I mean, like, if you can't understand why I might be acting like this, then you probably need Ayala to fix your life, because you're not too bright, like, come on, so, um, but watch it, it was, it was really, Ayala was in the head, in over her head on that one, and, you know, I don't even know why they would have tried that, but, um, I just wanted to shout out, because the responses were just really irritating to me, and, Black people, y'all gotta get over that shit, like, y'all, y'all get real basic with certain things, and that's why we have a lot of trauma in the things that we do in our, in our, in our community, because, you know, y'all don't, y'all approach problems with this, just like this blunt hammer dumb shit, and it's like, yo, people be having real problems, and like, y'all be worried about the wrong shit, like, you know, you can't, worried about how somebody talking to you when they dealing with all kind of trauma, like, that shit is not important, um, and it's just, it's frustrating, because you see people out here damaged, and don't not, do people be sexually abused, people be, you know, physically abused, all kind of nonsense, because y'all just dumb, like, don't, don't know how to approach things, don't know how to deal with things, don't know, you know, what's important, always on that fucking churchy bullshit, don't nobody want to hear that, like, that shit, I'm glad that you, you know, found Jesus, Jesus found you, or whatever, but that shit ain't therapy, and that shit is not a doctor, and that shit is not, uh, don't work for everybody, some people ask, you know, that, that shit don't work for trauma, like, for everybody, so, you know, it, it just, it's, it's frustrating, and that was, it was a frustrating episode, because it really didn't have to go that way, she shouldn't have been on there anyway, but like, I don't know, Ayala sometimes, she just appro- she tr- approaches everything the same way, whether it needs that approach or not, like, you know, sometimes, yeah, sometimes you gotta fix shit, but sometimes it ain't just you, a lot of times the niggas around you, you know what I mean, like, they the problem, you know what I mean, like, I might not be perfect, but y'all the motherfucking problem, right, like, I'm not the problem, I, I'm, I'm doing what I do, y'all, y'all being the motherfucking problem, and I think, I think Ayala don't that's why she'll never fix nobody, because she always approaches from the, and, and I think she's too hard on women personally, that episode with Nephi and her, and her husband, I think, she, I don't think she treated Nephi fairly at all, I think they tried to make, they made Nephi look like the bad guy, like she was crazy, like this man was, was, you know, going through all this because of her, and I just, I think that nigga wasn't, um, the, the, the straightest or the brightest, and I think he was playing the victim, because the story of how they met, they both sound like nuts, but you trying to make it like Nettie the only nut, and this nigga just perfectly regular and normal, and it's like, come on, um, yeah, so, Ayala Fix My Life was, if you ain't see it, you should watch it, um, 
my 600 pound life comes on tonight. We'll see. Oh, oh, it's going to be a white lady tonight. I, I, part, I ain't going to lie. Part of the reason I like the show is because they usually do black people. But um, the guy that died last week was white, and this lady's going to be white. I mean, I guess they're okay, but the black people, it's just, you know. They were, sorry. The black lady was the one that was frying chicken from her bed. It's just like, I don't know. So I'll watch that tonight. But, yeah, so that's it. Um... Um, yeah, I don't have too much else to say on that. Uh, we'll move on to Genghis. Sorry, I keep hitting the mic. My bad. We'll move on to um Genghis Kicks. Um, I got a few pair I'm gonna put up for y'all anyway, but I wanted to mention, and I probably should have did this before. So for y'all sneakerheads, I know you know everybody got their rituals and how they get stuff and how they cop stuff and it's different apps and different ways you can get them. But I wanted to shout out an app that I've had for a while, but I never really used because I was like, eh you know, let me go through my rituals and let me go through my motions, but, you know, I have a real love for sneakers, a true love for sneakers, and I'll be wanting to get the ones I want to get, and I get a little irritated when I can't because of the hype beast and the niggas just getting whatever's coming out just to say they got it, they don't really appreciate it, and so I, I, the, the, um, I told y'all the, the um, J3s, the Black Cements that came out, I was like, I'm getting those, I don't care if I gotta kill a nigga, I'm getting them, and I got them through an app named GOAT, G-O-A-T, and I highly, highly, highly recommend it because if you want shoes, you can get it on the GOAT. Now, you might have to pay more for it, but you'll get it. They, they, it's, it'll be all fit. So how it works is you go on the app and you find the shoe you want and then you look it up. You could buy used. I don't do that. Or you could buy new and the price will come up. It's going to be more than what you pay retail. I'm telling you right now. Well, before they come out, before they're released, it'll be you can get them from GOAT before they're released. It'll be more than retail before they're released. After they're released, the price can fluctuate. If if you got a sold-out hot pair, the price will come down, but it's probably still going to be more than retail. But some of the rest of them, you know, they just be retail or less, so it depends. But again, if you like me and you want the pair you want, rather than go to eBay and try to play that game, go to GOAT. You can get them. They got the A-blows on there. Any shoe you want is on there. You order it. They take your order, they confirm. So they send it out to whoever placed that. Or it's kind of like it's kind of like an Amazon for sneakers, but a little different. So they whoever puts that shoe up there, they send the order to them. The person who the, the and it's always a retailer, it's not an individual. They send the shoe to GOAT. GOAT verifies that it's unique. So you're not getting no fakes, you're not getting no phonies. They verify that it's unique. It's the product that you ordered. And then they ship it to you. And when you get it, you open it. They have the GOAT sticker in there or little card. Hey, these are verified. Please let us know that you approve and, and and say that you got it on the link. And so that's what I did. My J's came. I look at I clicked it. And they like, and if you, you know, don't forget to post your shoes on the link. Tell, so I highly recommend it. If you, if you, if you are a real sneaker buyer, not, you know, you just get whatever comes out, whatever, because you you might have to pay. I didn't pay too much extra for my J's. I paid, they, so I think retail in 160 I paid more than 160 but I knew, I already knew that I wasn't getting them, them black three cements. Everybody, I already knew I wasn't getting them through, the, through, through retail. I already knew I was going to have to pay extra. So I was like, you know what? If I'm going to have to pay extra anyway, and I got them early. I got them before they drop. I'm going to have to pay extra anyway. Let me try this. I went through GOAT. I paid about, um... 100 over retail, so I think I, uh, did I pay 250, I think, I paid 250 for them, they on eBay for 350, 400 right now which, again, that's above what I'll pay, that's why I got the A-blows, I just I, I, maybe if I hit the lottery or something, or I, or I start, you know, really balling I'll start to pay the full, I only pay $500 like that for Gucci sneaks, or something like that, regular joints I'm not paying no 500 that's why I got the A-blows I could just drop 600 on, but I'm just not doing it, like I want them, but I don't want them like that, right my limit is like 250 300 and that's again for ones I really, really, really want. But I just want to shout them out because it's a good app, and they got everything, and you get it early. And you ain't got to do that, get up at 10, and get your little rituals, and have your thousand screens up, and have your little algorithms, or buy your bots. I mean, if you're going to pay for a bot, you might as well just use gold, because it's, it's the same thing. You're paying for the bot, and you're paying for the sneaker, right? It's the same thing. So, highly, highly, highly recommend them. G-O-A-T, it's an app. Um... The other thing I want to shout, you know, I mainly do sneakers, but every now and then I throw some shoes in there. And, um, 
I've been looking, I, I, I've been trying to, um, upgrade my work wardrobe. So I got a few new suits and then, cause I got a few new suits. Of course I had to get a few new shoes and it's a, it's a, um, I just want to shout out churches, the, um, British shoemaker, like they got some dope shit. Like, um, I'm about to get some monk straps from them. Um, they're a brand that, you know, it's, it's known over in Europe. It's not really known as much. I mean, people who know, know, but I just want to shout them out. They got nice stuff, like nice shoes. You can go to today, not Ferragamo. They're not the Gucci. They're not the Prada, but they, they quality. Um, the prices is kind of the same as them joints, but they quality make some nice joints and they don't sell out. You know, it's hard to find, you know, well, I don't know, maybe at my size, it's a little hard to find some of the things, like the Gucci, no, any Italian shoes, that's actually one thing I like about Italian shoes, because Italian men tend to be shorter, and have smaller feet, you can always find my size in Italian shoes, it's when you get to the Americans, or some of the other brands, and some of them only started at eight, or you struggle to find, you know, I need a seven or seven and a half, you struggle to find, and not in Italian shoes, I can always find Gucci's, actually, you can find a Gucci in a six and a half, which I don't know what grown man was a six and a half, but apparently, some of them do, um, but yeah, but churches, nice shoe, quality shoe, go over there, um, they got nice stuff, it, it's not gonna be sold out, so you want, you know, you can find it easy, you can find a quality, they got different styles, and it's, it's really good, um, quality. if you like that style of shoe, it's not a style of shoe for everybody, I like lace-ups, and I like monk straps, I don't like these loafers, I, you know, I just... I think a loafer is a casual shoe. It's a shoe for like, you know, your Miami Vice look. So you somewhere, you ain't got your tie on, you got your suit, your shirt collar open, your loafers, you at a rooftop bar, or you at a party, something like that. I hate when I see niggas in like suits with like ties and they think they dressed up and they got on loafers. Like, nah, you need shoes with laces. Nigga, like, that's not, that ain't it. <laughs> that's a casual look, especially with penny loafers. Oh my God, you ever see a dude with suit on? I hate it. I hate it. Like, loafers are for, like, you got on a nice shirt and some slacks. Okay, loafers. It's casual. It's, I, oh, Laces for suits. Dykes, just go for y'all, too. I always see y'all in loafers. I know that's probably because some of y'all got small feet, and that's all y'all could get. But, yo, try, I don't know, um, somebody, Gucci, got smaller sizes. Um, it's, you can find small sizes out here. Just loafers ain't it, but I know all of y'all ain't got some, look, out of y'all got regular size eight, nine feet, nine and a half feet y'all can get men's shoes, please leave them loafers alone, alright so, I just realized when I gave y'all the goat rundown I ain't actually give y'all the shoes that I was gonna shout out for y'all, so I'm gonna put up um, so the Air Max anniversary is still on, so they just, last last week they did the blue and white, this week they're doing the red and whites, I'm gonna put those up, I actually like the red and whites, but I like the blue and whites a little bit better um, that, a nice summer shoe. The Jungle Flashbacks coming out. They're not for everybody. I, I'm not. I'm very picky about orange on shoes, on sneakers. Like I, it just look a little extra African to me. I mean, nothing wrong with it, but I'm just real picky. It gotta be a certain. I don't really like orange on shoes, but these, but these Jungle Flashback joints I actually like a little bit. So uh, they're Air Safaris. I'm gonna put them up. Um, the Taxis are coming back out. The air, these are the only ones, remember I told you I only like up to the sixes, and then I like the taxis, um, so I had the taxis when it first came, I used to play ball, and they're very comfortable, and they're very good for basketball, duh, because, I mean, a lot of Jordans, I like them, but I, I don't know how anybody plays basketball in a lot of them, um, just me personally, but these 12, these, um, 10s are dope, they're coming back out, I'm trying to decide if I want them or not, though, because I got the all-stars, which are the red and white, these are the black and white, I just got the threes, um, I don't know, I, I'm, I gotta decide if I'm gonna try to get them or not, I, I, again, I can get them on gold if I want to, um, there's these Air Max 98 Vibrant Airs coming out, I'm not crazy about them, they're the ones you might have seen them already, they come in like these crazy colors, I'll put a pair up, I'm not crazy about them, but I mean, they're kinda hot, I just don't know that I would get them, but I can see, it's a nice summer shoe, it's a nice shoe for women, if, you know, some of y'all don't, you know, y'all like the little dainty joints or the colorful joints, it's, it's good for that, I put up another pair of KD, um, D, KD-10s, um, the Aunt Pearls are sold out, I slept on those, I, I told y'all they was coming out, and I forgot my damn self, they got them on the GOAT, though, um, but they sold out, I really wanted them, I wanted the Aunt Pearls, I, every, every, every pair he puts out, I try to get, but he got a new color called Igloo, that I'm gonna put up, that's really dope, you should, um, I don't think they're sold out, um, you should be able to get them, but I like those KDs, I've actually liked a lot of KDs, I just never, I don't break my back to get them, it's like if I get them, I get them, but these are kind of dope, 
um, since the Aunt Pearls is, sh- is sold out. And then, I told you I don't like the Air Max 97s, and I still don't. But they got this burnt orange color that I think is kind of fly. So, um, I ain't going to get them, but y'all might want to get them. And I think this is actually in a color pack. Um, so, I think they had, I think, just like the Air Jordan 1s came out in those pastel color packs, I think they have the 97s in that same pack. But don't put these burnt orange joints up. That's really dope. All right, so... That's it for Genghis, Genghis Kicks this week. Check out GOAT. Check out churches for your church shoes. And, um, yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening. I see y'all on Twitter. I see y'all retweeting. I see y'all suggestion. I see the numbers going to thank you. I appreciate it. Um, thanks for listening. Um, yeah, I, I just have fun doing this. I, I, y'all like the sneak section. I'm glad. Um, again, sorry about the video. I'm going to... I'm just letting y'all know right now, the video shows are going to, when it comes, it's going to be on a Saturday, so it's going to be a couple times where I'm going to record it, because I still have during time during the week, I got to have a, you know, outfit and shit on and look fly for y'all, and I'm sitting here right now, some pajama bottoms and a t-shirt, so, you know, I'll let y'all know though, but coming soon, um, yeah, so, you know, and I told y'all I was going to check the email, and I did not, I'm going to check as soon as I get off here, y'all probably like, you motherfucker, I done sent you email two months ago, my bad, I'm going to check it tonight, um, thanks for asking, podcast at gmail.com, follow me on Twitter at KMGZ, follow the podcast on Twitter at thanks underscore for asking without the G, I got more followers over there, I appreciate it, but I got way more on my personal side, which I don't mind, but like, I don't know, just the podcast having, is, having more followers would be great, but Thank you. Um, tell your friends, tell your neighbors. Um, fly, Eagles, fly. And I don't know what I'm going to name this episode. I've been on a rut. I had that one title, and now I've been just crashing and burning. But, um, yeah, by the time it goes up, as usual, I have a title. All right, thanks for asking. See you all next week. Peace.